Salutations. Welcome to Podmortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co host, my husband, and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we're recording live from an ill fated Zoom meeting discussing the 2020 supernatural horror film, Host. This film was written by Rob Savage and directed by Savage, Jimma Hurley, and Jed Shepard. Filmed and released during the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic, Host was made in 12 weeks and filmed directly on Zoom. Confined by the actual time limit for Zoom meetings, the film utilizes its 57 minutes wisely with impressive performances and effects and serves as a time capsule for a very specific moment in time. Host was recommended to us by friends of the show and Wendigo getters Sophie Hodson and Kate Lamp. We want to thank them not only for the suggestion, but for their support and their friendship. This film was also the winner of our August Patreon poll. So thank you to all of our patrons who participated and voted. If you want to help us pick an episode, join us over on the Patreon at patreon.com slash the podmortem. So what did you guys think of Host the first time you saw it? Uh, I remember we watched it together. Yeah. Uh, you showed me the movie. Yes. I do remember liking this movie and watching it for the show. I still like this movie. That's good. I remember the first time watching it, I was like, wow, this is different. You know what I mean? This is not usually what, you know what I mean? I'm used to seeing and it's, I don't want to say it's uh, like nothing happens, but like, it's like, oh shit, like (laughs) this is good within the time that they're given. Yeah. Yeah. I remember really enjoying the movie as well. Mm-hmm. It honestly, you calling it a time capsule is kind of perfect. Yeah. yeah. Because it really came. This is probably, I think you would be really stressed to find a more timely film. Yeah. They, the way that they put this together in, I think I read it was like 12 weeks or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really put this out at the perfect time. Yeah. I, I always said, because whenever we watched this movie, we, I watched it with mom and dad, and then I had told you, Nay, yeah. about it. And then I think you said you guys watched it. Mm-hmm. Well, you told me to watch it, and then I watched it with Ari. And then I told John Paul, we have to watch it. Mm-hmm. And then so I watched it again. And then we went and watched it with you and our parents again. Yes. So we watched, we watched it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot when it first came out. Yeah, well, and I think that comes down to the runtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, yeah. you can watch this entire film in like less than an hour. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty good. And it is very economical with the time it has mm-hmm. because they put a lot of stuff and especially 20 minutes or so towards the end. Oh, yeah. It's jam-packed. It's like unrelenting. Yeah. yeah. But... um. I think this is better than it has any right to be mm-hmm. uh-huh. because I mean, when you look at it on paper, I mean, you, we've all, I think we've all seen unfriended, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mind unfriended. I like unfriended. Yeah. I, I think right. it's pretty good, but I feel like what they did with this, it kind of took it a step further mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that they engaged with the platform in a better way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I think that what I always thought, because everybody was like, this is the most um, original film I've ever seen or whatever. I don't think that's what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that in my mind, they weren't trying to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. I just think they were trying to take us on a fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah. they did. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that's fine. Sometimes that's all you need. And I think that's exactly what we needed at this point in all of our lives. Yeah. Because shit, shit was scary. Yes, it was. As if shit has stopped being scary. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a known scary now. Yeah, yeah, like, like when this came out, things were like unknown. Yeah. <laughs> scary. That's the worst kind of scary. Yeah, exactly. 
But I mean, and then there's also a bit of nostalgia for it because I think that there was a bit, there's a strange nostalgic feeling I have for the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. because probably because of um, what we decided to do with our time. Yeah. Right. And so seeing this film, it reminds me of another ragtag group of folks with mm-hmm. uh, independent spirit. That decided to us. It reminds us. Sounds like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. There's some of that in here. There is, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, us. Yeah. us. yeah. The three of us. No, but um, I was in love with this when I first watched it, and I don't want to say like it's not as good now because that's not really fair. It just doesn't pack the punch that it did. When I feel like this film came exactly when we needed it collectively yeah, absolutely um for me it was exactly what i needed it was short it was something to just kind of lose yourself in because it's like this weird like voyeuristic you're in the chat with them like weird um what do i always say submersion yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very immersive in that way right mm-hmm. and the fact that it is so short it just it barely gives you any time to catch your breath once shit starts happening. No. And you do feel like you're just hanging out with some friends. Yeah. At the beginning. And they are friends in real life. Which shows. And so you, I really feel like you can feel that dynamic between them. Um, they even did the, the Blair Witch Project thing of using their real yeah, first yeah. names. And I mean, I feel, I, I just, I like that. Yeah, for sure. And it helps with improv when you don't have to remember a character's name. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and right, a lot of this was improvised. I think I, I saw, because... Uh, they did so many interviews, the mm-hmm. cast and um, Rob Savage, like they did so many interviews. Um, I think I, I saw that they, it was like a 10 page loose outline. Right. It was like a script treatment, I think. Or wow. kind of like, a, like they do on Curb where it's like, this is what needs yeah, to happen yeah. in this scene. <laughs> All right. Here, go. Yeah. Like, go do it. And I, it doesn't feel like, I feel like sometimes when stuff's improvised, it's like, okay, like, can we get there? Yeah, like, yeah. It's very natural. It feels like friends hanging out mm. and not under the best circumstances but right, you know what i right. mean <laughs> but like i said i was just completely blown away by it the first time i watched it <laughs> like we kind of alluded to I probably watched it too much yeah like, i feel like maybe that's the issue uh-huh. it was too much of a good thing and i just kind of went nuts and then i watched it to write the script and i was like okay it's probably not the rating that i thought i was gonna give it's right, probably not right. quite there and then I did research, I watched interviews, and then I watched it again. And I was like, no, it's a little bit higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just feel like this is such a like weird, special film. I don't know how else to describe it. No, it is because I think that it it is striking while the iron is hot in a way yeah. that will probably never happen again. Oh, for sure. Oh, right. God, I hope it never yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said probably with like fear. Probably? Yeah. Knock on wood. A lot of fear in my heart and eyes. But <laughs> I think that it it that's what it is, is that it kind of not only it, t- it takes you back in a way that I really hope that this film doesn't feel dated in like a yeah. year or two. Yeah. Because it still very much worked for me the last time I watched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To watch it for the show. But I'm like, man, in ten years, what you're gonna be like, well, okay, there was this thing yeah. called <laughs> called Planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <no. laughs> oh that's dark. <laughs> I did read that because I guess well Rob Savage had made a short film and a lot of the actors in this were they were having like a like a happy hour drinks mm. zoom time because yeah, you yeah. know 
they took their lockdown seriously in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> they, they really weren't fucking going anywhere. No, no, no. Um, it didn't become. Well, I I never saw any way that it became like this political football. Yeah, that's just uh. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and so they're hanging out on Zoom, and Rob Savage had played a prank on them by acting like he was getting attacked by something in his attic, and mm. he scared the shit out of everybody. Uploaded it. It went all over the internet, and uh, I guess Shutter approached him. Hmm. So I mean, I guess they do have phones that work. Oh, yeah. God, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Shutter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our our phones are open. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Shutter approached him about making like a full film, kind of about that premise, right. and uh, talked about getting it out within six months. And he's like, "No, this needs to come out in weeks." Yeah. And I feel like that had to put so much pressure on all of them I but bet. it was so the right call like it yeah. came out at i can't stress enough at such the perfect time i think that the other because after that thing went viral i read in the telegraph that a lot of people had approached them and put so much of a like length of time on it yeah and I that bet. was the deal breaker because yeah. they're like no we can't this is not gonna hit in december the way no. it'll hit in yeah, july yeah. no you know what i mean so it has to come out when it comes out and I think that it is very cool to see because it is kind of a niche thing when you think about it. Mm-hmm. This little like 57 minute movie on Shudder yeah. that kind of takes the world by storm. Right. Yeah. It was 100% in Rotten Tomatoes for her forever. Yeah. Possibly still now. Not that Rotten Tomatoes is like the arbiter of good things. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they made a lot even of- Even Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> even a fucking rotten vegetable is right <laughs> twice a day. I don't know. <laughs> but- <laughs> I just think that it's really cool. And I did read on that interview that they got express permission from Zoom to use their software. That is, that's, that's very cool. cool. And they yeah. actually helped them out with some of the stuff. So, I mean, like, it just, it it feels like just the right place at the right time. Yeah. Definitely. Now, before we take a cheeky little shot with this film, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast. And in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then happy spookies. So the film opens on a computer screen starting a Zoom meeting. Once the camera is turned on and the tape is taken off of it, we see that the host is Haley, played by Haley Bishop. She picks up her laptop and carries it through her apartment before setting it down on her bed. I read on, I think it was Shudder, I think Judd Shepard wrote an article for Shudder, and it was about the room ID for this host meeting. Mm-hmm. Host meeting. Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn movie's called yeah. host. <laughs> but <laughs> we're just like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You're like right there with you. Um, it was the date of the film Ghost Watch. Mm-hmm. Right. The like TV situation they did in the UK that scared the fuck out of everyone. Yeah. I think it was what, 31 10, 1992? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I've never seen Ghost Watch, but I want to so badly. I do too, because it was like a War of the Worlds thing, right? Yeah. Where everybody was like, Is this really happening? Yeah, yeah pissing their shit because they yeah. thought it was real, yeah. but it was a movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder how we can get our hands on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we watch as she adds contacts to join her meeting. She clicks Gemma, Caroline, Emma, Radina, and Teddy to add before walking away from the computer. Gemma's phone immediately enters the waiting room as Haley walks out of view to get a sweater. She comes back into view, putting the sweater on, but pausing when she hears thudding coming from somewhere else in the apartment. I do have a bit of a found footage pet peeve. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
because I don't really there there's a lot of moments in this film they're clearly on their laptops right mm-hmm. right but then sometimes they're on, on their phones, phones. Yeah. yeah but then sometimes they're flipping their laptop around to record their way walking yeah. to places yeah, yeah. so i don't really know and i have a lot of written uh complaints but i don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah, yeah. if all of them are right or necessary right right but i know that this one is not good <laughs> yeah there's i feel like as it goes on and it gets later in the film it gets worse uh-huh. but there's so much shit going on that in the moment because when i first watched this i'm not fucking thinking about that no. at all yeah it was, i'm not thinking about it at all it was doing it for the show exactly yeah. where i'm like, like i don't wait a know minute. that, that yeah, yeah. yeah i t- i 100 agree because that's found footage in general that annoys me yeah because it's like give us a reason right. you know but uh i agree okay but i will say that this is so well done that the first time you, you know, don't even i'm really yeah, yeah, I'm kind of notice. tuned into that because i'm like okay yeah that makes sense but this i was just like oh my god what, what is that yeah <laughs> you know what i, mean? I want to see what it is because there's a shot at a window in a few seconds i'm like so she's dipping her laptop yes too. <laughs> <laughs> like, <okay. Correct>. <laughs> <laughs> sure as one does awesome but after peeking her head around the corner she comes back for her laptop holding it in front of her in the hallway her hall closet door slowly opens and the contents spill out into the hallway She puts them back, but the thudding that she heard doesn't stop. Finally, realizing that it's coming from her window, she walks over and pulls up her blinds to find Gemma, played by Gemma Moore, throwing rocks at it. Gemma, as I live and breathe. You're a Gemma apologist. (laughs) I am a Gemma Uh, apologist. We'll get into it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard you sound more disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I have a quick note here. Okay. She is throwing rocks up to like a second floor, right? Yeah. Yes, she is. Okay. Just put a pin in that. We've all seen Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is what I think we're getting at. I guess, man. But she, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're already getting a little. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Gemma holds up her phone and points to it, asking Haley to let her into the meeting. Haley sets her laptop back down on the table that she's been sitting at and accepts Gemma into the meeting. Now able to speak, Gemma asks Haley if she's ready for tonight and Haley says that she is and it should be fun. I did read an interview with Rob Savage Mm -hmm. who said that there's a moment when Gemma first joins the meeting that it's not like a, a boo moment or anything, but it's something in the background that kind of foreshadows shit that's about to happen. I... yeah watched this initial conversation between the two of them mm. uh probably more times than i can count today yeah. i do see something weird and black behind Gemma when she's walking down the street i i don't know what yeah, it is I, I don't know if that's it uh rob savage yeah. <laughs> if you're listening if you want to reach out i won't yeah. even tell anyone at yes. blood and smoke dm me on twitter yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> i won't even tell them yeah. no she'll it'll happen <laughs> <laughs> no but i looked i i I am, and for lack of a better term, a uh, slut for foreshadowing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I love shit like that. And there is a lot of it here. But that one that he alluded to, I cannot find. Yeah, it. I I try to look too. I, I can't find I it. I couldn't find anything. I did find a lot of like little Easter eggs as far as like things that are almost subliminal blink and you'll miss it kind of a thing right. yeah uh, that will come up later in the film but yeah i watched this a ton of times mm-hmm. could not find anything yeah there are various moments of foreshadowing in the conversations coming up yeah. right that are pretty great but uh yeah let us know let me know rob yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mr savage mr savage <laughs> 
at Travis MWH. Uh, <laughs> or at the Pod Mortem. See, that's where you should have led. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm selfish. Led with that, then he got selfish. <laughs> <laughs> but Haley asked Gemma if she's ever done anything like this before, and Gemma says no. Haley has, though, and she says that it's really cool. Gemma asks if anything's ever happened, and Haley says yes. Every time she's done it, something has happened. I would have follow-up questions here. Yeah. Um. What What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what, what, yeah, what, what kind something? of happened? Yeah. yeah, exactly. One thing that I was wondering, do they live in the same building or just very I close? I think they're across the street from each okay. other. Yeah. Because when I watched this the first time, I thought it was the same building. Yeah. But I, we see something later. I think they live across... And uh, Gemma, I don't know if she was walking home or what, but she was like, hey, let me in. And then she walked to her house. Yeah. I love the throwing of the rocks at the window. I Thinking back on that, it just gets funnier and funnier. It's <laughs> like, cause what well, was and that? honestly, it wasn't even that long. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> Do you remember on you when he tried to throw the rock and it broke the window? Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you, don't, you don't know how strong rocks don't do are. That. <laughs> do not do that. But it's Gemma. It's fine. Go ahead. Anyway. Gemma finally enters her own apartment and sits in front of her laptop asking if they're still waiting on everybody else. Haley says that Caroline messaged to say that she would be late and the two sit in awkward silence as Haley allows Gemma's laptop to enter the meeting. So there is a very cute like eyes up, eyes down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The kind of moment that they have. And mm-hmm. I did. It reminded me of something and it wasn't until I read an interview with Jed Shepard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a reference to the evil dead. Yeah. Whenever I they're doing the... Really we, cool. all, we, all yeah. Know, yeah. we all know the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody we, knows. Yeah. <laughs> but immediately there's feedback from Gemma's phone and her laptop being next to each other. And then and Gemma just holds up her phone. Like that sound is awful what an asshole just for one please turn it off no it sounded pretty funny (laughs) (laughs) shut up i would have laughed and uh hung out a little while longer (laughs) but her face is shocked and when Haley tells her she needs to turn off her phone audio Gemma laughs the echo of her laugh on the devices only makes her laugh harder and Haley is clearly annoyed and she keeps saying like i think you need to turn your phone audio off like she's trying to be cool but you can tell she's pissed Mm. There's like nuance here to these relationships. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, I'll, I'll continue. Gemma finally does turn the audio off or disconnects her phone. And she asks Haley if she minds if she sends a quick email. And Haley says that she doesn't mind. This is when, you know, the the eyes back and forth. Right. They're yeah. not talking to each other. Gemma's on her phone. Haley's doing her thing. They... It does not feel like they are friends. Right. It feels like they're in the same friend group. Yes. But they do not really seem to like each other. I think that I, I totally agree. But I was always wondering who is the straw that stirs the drink? Yeah. Well, they're sitting again in uncomfortable silence until Emma, played by Emma Louise Webb, joins the meeting. And they're both like, Emma. Yeah. So I, I feel like she's at least one of the people that they have in common. Yeah. Okay. Or that holds them together because it was awkward as fuck. Yeah. If I was Gemma, I'd be like, it's only Haley in there. I'll oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait till I make it there. Yeah. I think we've all been a part of like Zoom For meetings like that. Sure. Yeah. We're like, okay, who's or in the room? Fr- <laughs> friend hangouts, anything. Yeah. Who else is going to be there? I will wait in my car <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> until I see blank walk in. <laughs> but she reclines on her bed and they both greet her gratefully. She immediately admits that she's nervous, but Haley reassures her that it'll be fine and it's going to be fun. 
Radina, played by Radina Drandova, joins the meeting as she walks through her apartment. She sets the laptop down and coughs, prompting everyone to overreact with concern. <laughs> Radina says that you can't even have a normal cough anymore without people freaking out. And Haley agrees, saying that you have to cover a cough with the fart now instead of the other way around. That is, <laughs> that is a top shelf joke. I, I was very impressed to learn that so much of it was improvised. Yeah. yeah. Because that's really good off yeah. the dome. <laughs> but um, I did see an interview with Gemma Moore where she had said that Rob Savage would message them during the improv uh, to either give them ideas or to kind of help with direction. Right. There's one that comes up later that's really funny to me. Um, you guys might not find it as funny. <laughs> so it's about Gemma. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> But everyone laughs, except Redina, who's muted herself and is talking with her boyfriend, Alan, played by Alan Emery's, standing in the kitchen behind her. He does not look happy. Caroline, played by Caroline Ward, joins the meeting with a black face mask on her nose and forehead. Thought the placement of the face mask was very interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's something I didn't even catch on to until this time. Yeah. But I was like, huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> But she excuses herself, saying that her pores are not doing well in lockdown. She's in the kitchen with her dad, played by Patrick Ward. And I've, again, watched this a lot of times. It never really occurred to me. I knew that this was made in lockdown. Mm-hmm. But that's her real dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, never even, I was like, that is so fucking cute. It just makes it even funnier. Yeah. To see it. yeah. Um, I watched an interview where they were talking about Caroline specifically talking about having to warn her neighbors. Yeah. Because the where she had her desk to, you know, her laptop or phone or whatever mm. it is, on the next wall was somebody's house. Oh, it's her shit. neighbor's. Yeah. So she had to be like, Listen. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we're making a movie. And then they had to go back and record audio stuff. And she had to go again and be like, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I never really thought about that because all of this shit, I mean, even like, um, like FX prosthetics right, and right. stuff later on, they're doing themselves. Yeah. The lighting, everything they're doing themselves. Yeah. Like it's just extremely impressive to me. It is nuts to think that every shot they're lining up. Yes. All the cinematography is them. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know a film that's been directed via Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this might be the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, it was a success in the way that it was executed. For sure. Yeah. So maybe all movies should start being yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Zoom. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> do it. Do it in person if you can. <laughs> but they all greet Caroline's dad excitedly and Caroline rats him out for not staying inside. He says that he just loves the sunshine and raises his shirt to show his tanned chest as proof. <laughs> but Caroline promptly leaves while the rest of them laugh. Just blasting his nips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing his daughter. <laughs> but she settles down on her bed while the rest of them continue to laugh. She says that her dad won't be joining them tonight because she doesn't think his heart can handle it. She goes into detail about how she has to chase him down the street because he just refuses to stay inside. Everyone loves her dad and is laughing and having a great time. But Alan, <laughs> still in the kitchen behind Rodina, starts chopping food very loudly passive aggression on 10 like there's no reason for this it's almost uh carrie's mom yeah. <laughs> <with the carrots. laughs> that is fair there's no reason for it maybe that's a reference there's so many references maybe. Yeah. hey maybe 
Radina excuses herself, muting herself again to go over and talk with Alan. Because it's muted, we don't hear what's said, but I just imagine it being like, I chop vegetables as goddamn loud as I please. You knew that when you moved in. That's always been who I am. <laughs> and I'll be damned. Like, oh my God. And then he storms out. <laughs> but the conversation does look tense. And her friends notice. Emma acknowledges that it's a weird situation, Radina and Alan moving in together for lockdown. On Radina's screen, Alan leaves the room clearly frustrated. This kind of made me laugh because, like, Radina muted herself. Yes. But she can still hear y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's fucking right. weird, guys. <laughs> this was a bad idea. Yeah. I'm like, Him. oh my God. Alan. <laughs> probably why he left. Yeah, you like, hear that? Yeah. You're talking shit. And you're not even going to defend me to your fucking friends? <laughs> and I can't chop vegetables as loud as I please? <laughs> I am out of here. <laughs> but Redina sits back down and unmutes herself. Gemma asks if she's okay, and Redina says that she's fine. Whenever she and Alan argue, he goes to the bedroom by himself, and she gets the rest of the apartment. So I will say the first friend to ask if Redina was okay is Gemma, which just shows how great of a friend she is. Okay. Gemma was also <laughs> talking shit about their relationship. Look, <laughs> they all were. People are <laughs> like, they, they don't even They don't even know each other uh, well enough. People are multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but Emma breaks the tension by using a ghoulish filter. She's like, this is what we're all going to look like later. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline plays a video that she made for her background, saying that she got lonely, so she made a friend. The friend is Caroline herself, wearing the same pajamas that she's wearing now. She enters the room, looks down on her phone, and goes over to her dresser and opens a drawer. As the video plays, Emma gives Caroline the heads up that she talked to Teddy, and he's going to be joining them. The rest of the women are surprised, but Caroline immediately shuts her video off and starts cleaning the mask off of her face and was like, I wanted to give you a heads up. And she's like, well, it's a little fucking like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly she has a little crush on Teddy. I appreciated like a little more depth of character. Yeah. yeah. But there is a choice made later in the film that I really would prefer that they did something else. Oh, okay. I think I. Yeah. To allow for more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they start to make fun of Teddy's Instagram posts about his girlfriend, Jenny. Haley comments on Jenny's parents' mansion-like house. And Caroline says that Teddy is so different now. But Gemma attributes all of this to Jenny, saying that she's fucking painful. <laughs> <laughs> Emma agrees, saying that Teddy is the complete opposite of her. They start to make fun of Jenny. But this is when Teddy joins the meeting. His profile picture, a photo of him and Jenny. Yeah, that was fucking <laughs> She's like, I see her tan lines. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine you're joining a Zoom meeting and they're like and Renee stinks dude <laughs> I've, I've never called you Renee before, so that was weird but, before, so that's how you know it wasn't me <laughs> before I join a group that's what I assume is uh, going to be like hey guys we go like, oh, hey 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 Renee how you been like, you always smell so great we, we were, were just, just talking about that <laughs> But the conversation again comes to a screeching halt and they greet Teddy, played by Edward Leonard. He sits outside and behind him, dipping her toes into a giant pool, is Jenny, played by Jenny Lofthouse. They also politely greet Jenny. <laughs> Teddy sips on a gin and tonic and Haley says that quarantine has done him good because he's all fancy now. He says he's going inside because the signal is better and goes to give Jenny a kiss as he leaves. But she pulls him back into a longer kiss 
while they're kissing <laughs> when he's trying to leave they literally go oh come on yeah <laughs> like, we don't need this to see that great. it's like do you all not know your friends can hear you <laughs> yeah it's like this they forgot well everyone's new to zoom yeah. right <laughs> but teddy finally picks up his laptop and heads inside the women call goodbye to Jenny and Emma asks Teddy if he's joining them alone tonight. He tells them yes and they're happy, but take a moment to make fun of the man bun that he's grown over quarantine. He calls it a twat knot, which is the <laughs> fucking funniest thing I've ever heard. I will say that the man bun, the idea, this is, again feels like the time capsule because I feel like everyone grew their hair out in the quarantine. For yeah. sure. I grew my hair out. Beards, JP, hair, yeah, everything. You know, the only thing that was missing is if they're like, we're also baking some sourdough bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this was the quarantine <laughs> yeah. rings true rings oh, true yeah. <laughs> we're starting a podcast yeah. <laughs> we're very nervous <laughs> but once inside teddy gives them a short tour stopping to spotlight a very creepy puppet that's hanging on the wall yeah he says the home is massive, as Redina points out a bar behind him. He says with all the booze around, it's hard not getting drunk in front of Jenny's dad. He refers to an alternate persona of his, Red Ted, from the good old days, and they seem to remember him fondly. <laughs> he says her parents have all these weird rules, like no porn hub in the dining room. They all laugh <laughs> as Teddy describes himself as a man on edge. Teddy seems fun. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, that's bullshit. <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> What kind of rule yeah, is what? that? Everybody, every house is different. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline asks how he's feeling about tonight and if he's brought his item. Now, I will say, if I'm being nitpicky, I really wish the items came more into play. Yeah, yeah. that would have been pretty cool. Because um, we find out in a moment that everybody brought one, but <laughs> it's like, yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like it chapter two where they're just like, no, we just kind of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a side quest. Yeah. <laughs> But Teddy says that he's taken tonight so seriously that he broke quarantine to go home and get his item. In an attempt to make it atmospheric, he takes a pull from his vape and showcases his item, a creepy music box, by blowing smoke around it. The music box is presented by James Wan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also found the smoke a little, uh, little interesting. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. But the women agree that it is creepy as the music plays and Teddy closes it. He says that it was his grandmother's and his brother used to hide it around the house to scare the shit out of him and make him cry. Even hearing the music now creeps him out. It's very cute because like it's kind of cycling from camera to right. camera and the way that Caroline's watching him while he's telling the story, I found very cute. Yeah. No, it is because she's hanging on his everywhere. Yes. Else. He's a charismatic dude. He is. Yeah. yeah. No, that's why I'm like, Teddy's fun. Like... <laughs> I will say that I do love that they're setting up so much in this little conversation right here. Yeah. yeah. That is all really going to come into play in a bit, minus the items, of course, as we've yes. discussed. <laughs> um, one item, though. Might, uh, we'll, we'll see. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. But I feel like it's just very smart plotting because they really don't have a lot of time to work with. And so no. all of this coming about in natural conversation mm -hmm. really works. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's done very, very well. That, that's the one thing that I I will say in like watching this movie, I still caught myself, even though I've seen it so many times, watching this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, wait, I got to go back because it works. 
and finding out that they're like friends and yeah. that the, it's like, okay, that's why this feels so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just want to sit there and keep watching it and like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I read in an interview that they didn't really have any kind of audition process yeah. because they're all friends. Yeah. It's just working with your friends. Yeah. So that's the best. Hell yeah. yeah. But Teddy does admit that he's a bit nervous and Caroline admits that she doesn't even want to do this. Haley assures her that it will be fine. The woman that is joining them has guided Haley through it several times now, and they just need to be sure to follow her instructions. She takes a moment to plead with them to take it seriously and be respectful. Totally undermining this, Teddy interjects to ask if they can all take a shot every time the woman says the word astroplane. Astro. (laughs) (laughs) The group is excited, except for Haley, who tells them that it's actually astral plane. Yeah. Redina rushes away to get her bottle of vodka while Gemma says that she will only be drinking water. I have two things there. Number one, first of all, thank you, Gemma. We love a hydrated queen. Yeah, we appreciate it. Reminded me to drink my water. I've only had two okay, bottles today. Okay, all right. Okay. So I'm going to have one in honor of Gemma. But <laughs> the other thing is that Haley is not pooping the party. No. She's just saying party proper. Right. Yes. You know, so it's not like because a lot of times you see movies where there's like the partying group. Yeah. And then one person's like, stick in the mud. Yeah. yeah. But she's like, look, that's fine, but don't fucking be like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking down and shot of the shot yeah. in front of her. Yeah. Well, well, well <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so a party pooper. Yeah. <laughs> so she's ruining the party. <laughs> But she does say to be subtle about it because she doesn't think that the medium would appreciate it. So Emma says that they can just duck off camera and do their shots to the side. Caroline says that she can't really do that with the full glass of beer that she has. (laughs) Teddy proposes that they all take a shot together before they start. And Haley takes out an old Polaroid camera and snaps a photo as they all raise their respective glasses and toast to happy spookies. Haley says that the medium texted her and Gemma jokes about the medium texting her telepathically and Haley's like, no, on my phone. Like, I was like, oh, you I, really don't I like her. To yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, come on. You, I let you take the shot. <laughs> be cool, you know? But I feel like I'm like, if I'm Gemma, she's not even here yet. I'm cracking a joke. You can at least laugh at my joke. Right? No. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> she was like no on my phone yeah. i get what you're I saying like, oh but my this, god I, oh, yeah. I feel like there's a whole backstory between the two of them that we don't know because it is very strange well what did Haley do to her okay <laughs> <laughs> but the actual phone to phone text was the medium saying that she's in the waiting room ready to be let into the meeting she didn't throw a rock or nothing. She didn't. She didn't throw any rocks. Before Haley can let her in, Caroline laments one more time that she does not want to do this. Redina assures her that nothing will happen, but Teddy takes out his creepy music box, and the music doesn't help anything. Not at all. That thing is fucking frightening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Haley reminds them all to be respectful and lets in the medium, Salen, played by Salen Baxter. I know everyone's using their real names, but yeah. Salen is the greatest name. It's such a fucking yeah. cool name. for Especially for this. Yes. It's perfect. They all say hello, and she greets them warmly, thanking them for their invitation. She admits that she's never done this over Zoom before, so this will be a new experience for all of them. That would make me a little oh, nervous. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even me, I'm a little Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She asks if Haley told them all to bring trigger objects, something closely connected with someone they would like to contact tonight. Again, 
Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, this is it. <laughs> Haley says that she did tell them and they all hold up their items. Gemma interrupts and asks that since her grandparents are Chinese and she's English and doesn't speak Chinese, will she not be able to communicate with them? Salen says that there's no language on the astral plane, so they make their intentions known and there will be no language barrier. Teddy and Verdina lean off screen to take a shot in a very unsubtle <laughs> yeah, way. <I> know. <laughs> Emma asks if she could contact a dead pet. Salen says that she absolutely could because, again, on the astral plane, there's no language and the laws are different. Emma joins Rudina and Teddy this time and taking a very obvious shot yeah. just yes. slightly off camera. Just a couple of things here. I read, I think it was in Den of Geek, they interviewed Rob Savage uh-huh. and he said that the astral plane bit, Salen didn't know about it. Uh. So <laughs> she's just answering questions as is and then they're just doing their drink thing and it's not even the registering. Fact that yeah. she, she really said it that many times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is that if she, if this were a script, you know how comedy works when you're, you've, been on stage like i have mm-hmm. and when you're setting up somebody else's punchline you kind of punch previously yeah so because you know that you are exactly so if she knew astral plane would have been punched. it wouldn't be as good no yeah. yeah but the fact that she's just saying it saying it it is perfect that's hilarious i also uh saw in an interview that they did a real the cast did a real zoom meeting seance with the real medium oh wow to prepare for this and so a lot of what the real medium told them, mm-hmm. Salen uses here. All right. And something that happens later actually happened in that Zoom seance, the real one. But we'll talk about it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Gemma asks if everyone can light their candles now. Salen says that they can. The candle will serve almost as a beacon for the spirit to be able to follow. Everyone lights their candles and turns off their lights, except for Teddy, who has his candle lit, but is in the bright light of this like mansion house. I do love the differences and the variety in all these frames. Yes. Yeah. Because it's helping you to differentiate between everyone. Oh, yeah. If it was just everybody having a similar background, you know, I will say, and it's not just because of this, but the blue light in Jimma's frame is all right. my <laughs> favorite. I just think it's very cool because these were their real bedrooms. Yeah. Oh, and wow. So, yeah. It's like nice. this is an actual lived in room with this person's yeah. real vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, it just... It adds something that like set dressing. It's just not the same. I did see in an interview with Emma Louise Webb where she had said that she loved being able to just roll out of bed and start filming. I bet. But the difficulty was continuity. Yeah. Oh, that's true. She had to keep her room looking exactly yeah. the same yeah. for 12 weeks. God oh, wow. And it's your room. So yeah. you're living in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You mentioned that because watching this for the movie, I was like, man, I really enjoy that each one of them has their own personality yeah. in their space. Like, yeah, yeah. Their little space. Yeah. But now you saying that that makes a Isn't lot cool? of sense. <laughs> yeah. Salen tells them to be on the lookout for signs from spirits. This could be a feeling or an image that comes into their mind, or it could be physical, like a knocking or a candle flickering. They could even feel pressure or a touch on their body. Teddy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of that plane again? I was like, you fucking <laughs> asshole, dude. You can't just drink? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I need to make a deal out of this. <laughs> she, she tells him the astral plane. Radina, Emma, and Teddy don't even make an attempt to hide their shots this time. <laughs> and Haley does not look amused. Salen does give a warning. 
Doing this over Zoom means that they're less protected than they would be if they were in person. So it's of the utmost importance that they respect the spirits and respect each other. And I, it is important. And honestly, that drinking is like the most disrespectful thing that happens yeah. this evening. Uh, I really don't can't, agree with him. I can't, <laughs> I can't Cut believe his mic. <laughs> They'll get as much flack as they should. Shut up. But she asks if anyone is feeling anxious, and Emma and Caroline reluctantly raise their hands. Salen walks them through a process that they can do at any time during the session. If they were in person, they would all be holding hands in a circle with the candle in the center. But because they're not together, they need to visualize the circle. They can then envision themselves breaking that circle. For added protection, she tells them all to visualize a rope around their waist leading to their front doors. They're like, have you ever seen Homer 3D? Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, think about Bart. Get yourself there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might not want to do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> they can then visualize themselves cutting that rope. This will cut their connection with the spirit realm. She turns on some isochronic tones to help their energy join with the vibrations of the spirit realm. I will say a lot of people, and I've seen online, look, I think that no film is above critique. Mm -hmm. Even if you like my favorite film, Critique mm -hmm. Halloween. I, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Yeah. But a lot of people would complain. They were like, and then they're using music and it's like, no, no, no. She's straight up said. Tones. She's putting on tones, yeah. you know? And then when she says it connects them to the spirit world, it kind of feeds into something that we hear later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's almost as if the vibes are being echoed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again... They didn't use music here. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Or, and that would be annoying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I remember taking of Deborah Logan really upset me. Yeah. For that. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you're like, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that that's something that I have like a little found footage checklist in my brain. Yeah. And that's one of the big ones. Yeah. And they passed this with flying colors. Yeah. Yeah. We see each of them close their eyes and focus, but when we see Teddy, Jenny comes over and leans on him, startling him out of his focus and laughing. This breaks the other women's concentration, and they watch as Jenny wraps her arms around Teddy and dramatically pretends to focus with him, letting out a stream of air that blows out Teddy's candle. And then she laughs at this, yeah. too. Well, she clearly like did cartoon. that on purpose. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she literally leans over, she breathes out, and it's like, oh, whoops. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like, you totally did that on purpose. <laughs> But they all watch annoyed. And when Emma calls out to Teddy, Jenny decides that that's enough. Despite his protest, she says that Teddy has to go now and disconnects the call. Not cool. No. No. The friends are all pissed, calling Jenny names. They're like, what a bitch. Yeah. And Salem's like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Well, well, that was fucked up. <laughs> I was laughing because the decorum just went out the window. Yeah. As, <laughs> as soon as it happens, Jimmy goes, what a fucking knob sack. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, damn, like, they're all just chilling, doing something. Yeah, that's not cool. Salem's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. She tells them not to let this affect them. She says that even though they're not together, spirits can communicate over the internet and any of them could become possessed. I do want to say before we get into that discussion over the word possession, mm -hmm. right? they have gone from the number seven people in the room to the number that has no negative connotation ever, <laughs> six. So A very safe number. Yeah. Everything will be fine. Um, <laughs> that's why the movie's so short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But Caroline does not appreciate the word possessed. But Salem tells her not to be scared by it. It just means that the spirit is communicating through them. Possessed doesn't necessarily mean something negative. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've never you're seen. The, I still you're the don't professional. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I have to believe you, but I don't like it. Yeah, yeah I've seen a lot of films where it's yeah. not <laughs> taken None good. Yeah, not everything's that pizza. I will. <laughs> I do want to ask, like, after getting that warning and after seeing everything and hearing everything so far, yeah, are you guys in? I want to say yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, man. The whole I've never done this before. Eh, that would that like, would scare yeah. me. I want to say that I would be down because I am very, very curious and like very thirsty for for Uh an experience like this. Uh But uh, is it the Zoom thing that's bothering both of you? I think the fact that she's like, well, I've never done this before. Yeah, it's that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's more her. And already our circles kind of been broken by the time. Like that for me, I would probably as paranoid as I am, take that as an omen that maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Okay. If we haven't even started yet. You know what I mean? Shit's breaking down. Yeah. 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 I'd do it. <laughs> it's like when <laughs> lockdown's over, come over, yeah, bitch, no, and we'll, yeah, do, yeah, we'll do it here. I'll get a round table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever you need. Mm-hmm. But Salen takes control again, telling them all to visualize themselves together in one room, sitting in a circle and joining hands. She calls out to the spirit, offering to use them for any communication they might have. She asks anyone there to please come forward. She asks them to repeat the last sentiment with her, and they do, asking the spirit to please come forward. She asks if anything is coming to mind for any of them, a name or a face. She asks if anyone hears any sounds. No one says anything, but Salen calmly draws Radina's attention to a green light in her kitchen behind her. I gotta be honest, dude. I was combing every single frame Mm -hmm. this entire time. And so when Salem's like, I think I see something, I said, oh, my God. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. I, I don't know if I can handle this, guys. <laughs> but it's all right. Everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> Redina dismisses the light as lighting from her fridge, but Salem says that it was still and now it's moving. The other women agree that it is moving. Redina can see the light in the screen and repositions herself to make it a third eye on her forehead. That's making light of... uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This only breaks the tension for a moment, though, before a thud is heard. Everyone heard it, but no one heard it in their own home. Salen calls out to the spirit, saying that if it is trying to give them a sign, please knock one more time. I will say before we hear what happens next... There's a great use of silence. Yes. Mm-hmm. With these thuds. Because you're yeah. fucking leaned. Like, yeah. I am like, my nose is touching yeah. the TV. <laughs> like, what is going on? I, and I was. And I was like, you know, maybe I should lean in more. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you're afraid to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did not. <laughs> but there's a definitive knock and everyone freezes before Salen apologizes, admitting that it's a delivery at her front door. <laughs> She rushes away and the rest of them, except for Haley, laugh. I look, I understand the the moment and everything, yeah. but personally, if I order food, that's the only thing on my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am I am oh, not forgetting that that happened. Yeah. So if you're expecting something, just like, hey, look, something's coming. It might yeah. be a little late. <laughs> like somebody's like, hey, T, like, shut the fuck up. Don't talk yeah. to me right now. <laughs> there's, there's a pizza on the way. <laughs> So I mean I this I get it and also why is she living in Dracula's castle? <laughs> did you notice that? I don't know. Dude, she's like in a fucking dungeon. It's like it's <laughs> thought it was a log cabin. Oh maybe. Oh. 
maybe it just because I was scary. like Jesus, and even Emma said something later. I was yeah. like, no shit, <laughs> but yeah. Whew. <laughs> I'm just like imagining you as a detective with your sleeves rolled up, just sweating, wa- waiting on your smoking, <laughs> waiting on your pizza, <laughs> doing like a noir voiceover. 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Stomach grumbles. <laughs> like, what? Is this Max Payne? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I ordering pizza at 10 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be good for the acid reflux, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> That's a later tea problem. <laughs> But after a moment, they ask if Salen is coming back. And again, Emma notes how creepy her house looks. They wait in silence before finally calling out to her. And she comes back and sits in front of the computer, apologizing profusely. But she explains that the delivery was supposed to come before the session. All the more reasons. (laughs) She says they can just get back to where they were and ask that they all focus. When she asks if anyone has had a name come to mind, Haley touches her shoulder. Salen asks what happened, and Haley says that she felt a hand on her shoulder. Gemma suddenly screams and jumps up from her chair. That scream shot through me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They ask if she's all right and still standing. She fearfully says that someone just touched her neck. Now, this is what um, really happened when they did the thing with the the real medium before this. They all brought trigger objects, and I guess Gemma had brought a book, Mm -hmm. somebody's book. And they're all listening and focusing and she hears a loud thud and looks over in her room and a book fell from a shelf and landed on the floor Hmm. and she jumped up and did the same. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's she, she said it was exactly the same. So she's just channeling the real fear. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's what they did a lot because the script was so loose that, you know, they incorporated a lot of what they really experienced that makes okay i read in the san francisco chronicle that whenever they had done the seance something happened yeah didn't know what it was but i did know that whenever it came time to do the film jimma moore had said that she wasn't sure that she even wanted to yeah and that makes a lot of sense now well in the the interview she said that she had saged her house after they did this because she was scared and teddy said that he went and had water blessed and sprayed it and well that's scary shit yeah (laughs) Yeah. poured it in every um entryway to his home because they were fucking scared he's like and i'm still here yeah But calmly, Salen asks if she would like to talk to them about it, and Gemma sits back down. Still looking around her room, she says that the pressure on her neck is almost unbearable. Salen asks if she would like to ask who is there or if a name has come to her mind. Gemma does call out, asking if someone is there, and she begins to cry as she admits that the name Jack has come to mind. Salen tells her that that's good and asks if she knows someone named Jack that passed away. Gemma says that she did. It was a kid from school. She says that he was really nice to her. And one time she cracked her head open and he picked her up. She dissolves into tears when she finally says that Jack hanged himself. Everyone just stares at their screens. Yeah, my blood ran cold. Yes. Because I was like, oh my God. Horrifying. Yeah. Salen says that she wants Gemma to... But something falls behind her and her call is disconnected before she can finish her sentence. I've watched that countless times. Yeah. I haven't been able to catch what it was. I was like, is that one of those orbs I've heard so much about? <laughs> but I have no I idea. I just see something falling. Okay. Maybe it's a lamp or something. Maybe. Yeah. And that they said that that also happened that when they were on Zoom with the medium, her electricity went out. Oh, <laughs> oh come on, dude. <laughs> Man, You're guiding yeah, us. I know. <laughs> come back. <laughs> 
They are immediately concerned, and Radina tells Haley to call Salen. They ask Gemma if she's okay, but she is still pushed away from her computer and covering her face. Slowly, she removes her hands to reveal that she's smiling. Everyone is stunned. Radina, Caroline, and Emma start to laugh, but Haley is still not amused. Emma's like, you're a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick. Well, (laughs) I mean, all we've really revealed here is that not only is Gemma an excellent storyteller, She's a fantastic She's actress. She's a sociopath. Nah, I think that, you know, terms get thrown around. <laughs> Gemma says that she's sorry, but just nothing was happening. Nothing was being said. She was bored. Trying she's to keep just it, laughing. Shut up. Trying to keep it Shut interesting. Um, You're welcome. They, <laughs> I saw in an interview that they were um, asking Rob Savage because it's such a specific story yeah. for Gemma to make up. And apparently it was a situation that Gemma Hurley, not this Gemma, but the writer, okay. one of the writers, experienced, um, I guess, when she cracked her head open, somebody helped her. But but that person is still alive. Okay. Right. So it was like it drew upon a, a true story to kind of give it authentic. Because I was like, bitch, you yeah. thought of that real quick. <laughs> it was very, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she planned, I think. <laughs> she came into this with, with an idea in mind. They ask if Salen has said anything back to Haley and Gemma asks what happened to Salen because she didn't even see it. You know, she was fake crying and such. (laughs) Haley abruptly says that Salen's internet went out and excuses herself to go pee. You can tell she's fucking mad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, she has every right to be. I'd be a little. She has every right to be. You would be furious. Look, if you can't, <laughs> if you can't have fun. I don't Stop know. Stop it. The thing is, is that we're going into this. This is the first time yeah. we've done this. this is yeah. the first time she's done this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's uh, let's save the jokes for when we're not. Maybe the second doing time. something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the second time we're we not this. familiar with. I'll say a second time joke to come out. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that much. I'll give you that much. Everyone gets up from their computers, and while they're all gone, Gemma's candle burns out. It was a draft. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be good. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Haley is the first one back, followed by Gemma, who turns on her light and relights her candle. Emma and Radina join them, and finally Caroline sits back at her computer. Feigning getting a message, like a message, Uh telepathically, Gemma says that she's sensing some tension and a name has come to mind. Haley. (laughs) I was like, you're, I would like want to knock her ass out. So this was the point I was talking about. She was getting DMs from Rob Savage. Oh, to to poke her? Yeah, they were like, wind her up. Yeah. She's like, you got it, boss. (laughs) Bad. Yeah. Haley continues to look down at her phone and Gemma keeps calling her name louder and louder until Haley is finally like, fuck off, Gemma. Everyone reacts Soprano style. (laughs) And Gemma says that if Haley can't have fun, then that's her own problem. Haley says that she's not taking this seriously like Haley asked her to. But Gemma tells her to shut up. (laughs) Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> You're nodding understandably and you need to stop. It's, it got a little heated. <laughs> Gemma never cursed at Haley. I never heard that. Radina asks <laughs> why they have to do this tonight. So again, I feel like this is a thing yeah. between the two of them. All of them start talking, chattering over each other, but everything goes silent when Haley's chair is abruptly and violently pulled backward across the room until it thuds against a wall. So... This, I think a lot of the stunts, they had said that 
the small minor stunts that we see in the film were mostly done because they send like fishing wire to all the cast members Mm -hmm. and they were able to do little things with that. There were some stunts, which I feel like this might be one of them where they had a stunt coordinator there, but they were fully decked out in PPE yeah, Mm -hmm. and they were able to monitor and make sure everything was groovy because this is kind of, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Yes. It's not just like, you know, a candle falling off a thing or something like that. So I think that they would have had to have somebody there. There's some shit later yeah. that uh, I did read up on that's very interesting to me. I, mm-hmm. I read something about stunts that happened later that I did not believe. I was no, like, I need right. a second. I, like, There's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I need a second opinion, Doc. I was like, you're yeah. fucking lying. I'm going to need some behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally in disbelief. Yeah. But um, Haley, because a, a couple things happened with Haley and she did her own stunts. She yes, did all of her and stunts. And you can see her. Yeah. Yeah. But Haley jumps up from her chair and looks down at it. Gemma asks if she's okay, but Emma tells her to quit messing around. I'm like, Emma, babe. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, you saw yeah. that. <laughs> Somebody goes, what's going on? Yeah. Have you seen you, you, you saw that. <laughs> Haley picks up her chair to show that there aren't any tricks being pulled. She says that someone is here and she sits back down in front of her computer and tells them that they have to continue. Haley says that they've connected with someone and they need to communicate with it. I'd be like, no, your chair just does that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lie, Haley. Yeah. John Paul and I were talking earlier and he's like, would you still be in? And like, uh, there's two parts of me. One is like, uh, you know, Renee has left the chat. <laughs> the other side, though, would be so fucking intrigued to see what was going to happen. And like, it's at Haley's house. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching. I just have a front row seat. Well, That's <laughs> It's just I don't know. Like I'm, I'm the same way. I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Let's see what's gonna it's happen. It's like can next. you screen record this? But, yeah. <laughs> and send it to me. But I don't want to be in any danger. Like live. Yeah. And then- <laughs> My rope want- has been cut. Yeah, I want to be back here. I don't. Want- <laughs> I think. I mean, I don't know because you know I'm all like Shane Madey about it. Yeah. yeah. A skeptic, but a skeptic who wants to see some shit. Yeah. yeah. So this is some shit. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely yeah. some shit. Caroline says no to communicating with it, but Haley tells everyone to turn their lights off and calls out to the spirit. Emma tells her that if she dies, she's going to haunt her. (laughs) Haley tells them all to be quiet and just listen. They all sit in silence until Haley hears something rattling behind her. She tells everyone to turn their microphones up and we watch her do the same on her screen. I love that. Very, again, immersive. Like we're in this bitch. That's what it's. it's, I, I love it. They all sit in silence and Haley whispers, is anyone here? They all hear a staticky sound and Haley picks up her laptop and takes it further into her apartment. This, I understand why we're carrying the laptop around. It's a light source. It's a light source and her friends need to see what the fuck's going yeah. on. Oh yeah, that would help too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Emma hides her face and Caroline expresses that she doesn't like this. Gemma pulls on her hood and everyone stares as Haley goes to her bathroom and down her hallway. Now, I know we we were saying about the laptop being a light source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why didn't she just turn on the lights? See, that's a great question. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I know later. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right now we still have light. Tur- Haley is committed as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I'm going to my neighbors and being like, can y'all turn your lights yeah. on? <laughs> Throwing on a mask. And <laughs> the only thing I could think is that maybe they're really trying to do the candle thing. <sighs> I guess. Yeah, but I man, don't know. That. that it just keeps it scary. It does. It's like, fuck, we're, we're, we're doing this. They're committed yeah. to the bit. Yeah. But just as Haley starts to peek into a dark room, there's a loud thud. Everyone asks what that was, but Haley says that it didn't come from her house. 
There's another thud, and Caroline quickly looks behind her. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker's just hopping from window to window. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Haley tells her that she has to go check it out, but Emma says that that's a stupid idea. Caroline picks up her phone and goes to investigate the noise. She walks downstairs quickly and calls out to her dad, but there's no response, and the loud thud is heard again, this time from above her. Okay, so Caroline called for her dad, Yeah, but then never calls for him again. Get him and his nipples up here. <laughs> and <laughs> get Dad, like, bring your tanned nipples. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sorry, dude. I'm scared. I yeah. don't care. No, you know, yeah. all, everything that's going on. And it could literally just be an intruder. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no shit. <laughs> just a poorly timed intrusion. <laughs> Caroline goes over to the attic door and pulls it open while everyone watches. She pulls down the ladder as they whisper at her to be careful. Haley tells her to take them up into the attic. Caroline picks her phone back up and Redina reassures her that everything will be okay. Caroline turns the camera around so we can see into the dark attic, but quickly rushes back into her room. She rummages through a door until she finds a selfie stick. So I, I think this is one of the ones that I had an issue with as far as like, what are they filming on and when? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I could have sworn she was on her laptop the whole time because it's literally like in a corner of her room facing yeah. her. She's not holding it. And then when it needs to be a phone, she's attaching it to a selfie stick. I mean, it could be her (laughs) phone on a stand. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe. I thought it was a laptop the entire time until she took out the selfie stick. And I was like, hold on. That's not supporting a laptop. Yeah. But then also when she was climbing the ladder, I was like, she have it in one hand. (laughs) So it has to be a phone. So, yeah. Yeah. And I could just be getting hung up because I was paying too much attention. Right, right. Yeah. Because the first time we were like, what the fuck's in the attic? Yeah. Yeah. That's all we cared about. But she attaches her phone to the selfie stick and steps back into the hallway. She slowly climbs the ladder, using the selfie stick to hold her phone out in front of her, and she slowly scans the attic. This was brilliant. Yes. We see boxes, furniture, cords, and they whisper reassurances that nothing is there. As Caroline continues to scan, though, something is there. A pair of bluish legs dangling and swaying, but she scans past them. I did the DiCaprio point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that got me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The legs are played by Jack Bryden. Just because oh, cool. I were. <laughs> they whisper to her to go back, but when she does, there's nothing there. Caroline says that she doesn't see anything there, but they all tell her to get away from the attic. Quickly, Caroline goes back to her room. She begins to cry as they tell Haley to call Salen. Haley says that she is and turns her laptop back to her dark hallway as she starts back toward the living room. But she stops. She points to the doorway of the living room, asking if they see that. No one sees anything there. But how does she see? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I don't know what's going on. Now no. I'm scared and mad. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking goddamn it. Like, what is happening? I, I I was laughing because I'm like they're I I wrote because I'm very stupid. I said they're playing fast and loose with the camera situation. Yeah. yeah. Haley's like now I'm a camera. <laughs> <laughs> so oh so she's just broadcasting. Okay cool. Fine. Bet. Yeah cool awesome. Haley suddenly gasps and runs back into her bedroom to grab the Polaroid camera, saying it looked at me. Not liking that. Nope. And also the did you see that and us seeing nothing? I'm like yeah. Yeah. can you stop please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, if you could like shut the hell yeah. up, that would be mm, aces. Be fantastic. She returns to the hallway and takes a picture with the Polaroid. It whirs loudly and spits out the photo. 
She shows it to the camera and everyone peers closer as it develops, revealing a figure hanging by its neck in her living room. I don't know how I think I'm I, I don't know what I was doing, but I missed that every single time before this time. And really, yeah, it's very it's very faint. Yeah, in your defense. Oh, it like it is yeah, kind of hard is. to see. And then when I saw this time, I was like, yeah, maybe we should stop. Yeah. 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 yeah no, oh, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. I think we've I've reached my limit. We yeah. should have when Haley did the chair thing. Honestly, that that's uh, but, yeah. In all fairness. And it's only getting worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's something fucking about in her attic. There's yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. I do want to uh, credit the spirit. It's played by James Swanton. Mm. All right. Um, who does great. Oh, yeah. Yes. Caroline sobs and Emma stares at her screen. Suddenly, the glass sitting in front of Emma's computer shatters and she screams and backs away. Gemma reacts angrily, telling them that it's not funny anymore. Bitch, the only one fucking playing jokes yeah. is you. Let's be clear. <laughs> TV quiet. But <laughs> I, I was going to say. Yeah, I know. I saw, I saw you breathe in. Well, this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But Caroline just asks tearfully for Haley to try Salen again. Haley tries to call Salen again, and this time she answers. I'm laughing because this whole time I'm just imagining Salen eating her takeout. Yeah. And she's like, they're probably I'm fine. Thinking, yeah. I mean, I guess they're fine. <laughs> they would be calling if... Yeah. <laughs> she apologizes profusely because she hasn't been able to get her internet back up. Sounds like she has suddenly, am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A little local joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, they uh, are horrible <laughs> trash yes but Haley tells her that they have had experiences and that caroline is scared if i was caroline i would not appreciate being singled out at this yeah point. not so much and uh don't sponsor us suddenly <laughs> <laughs> we will not pick up the phone no but and if every... you send an email we probably won't get it <laughs> your inbox is full <laughs> fuck you look here's the thing about this situation we were talking about a little bit earlier off mic emma is cowering against her door yeah caroline caroline's scared yeah. it's like we are all scared jim is asking not to joke anymore yeah. like can we just say that some shit's going down why you gotta single out yeah, yeah no first ev everyone here is scared and secondly why don't you tell them why caroline's scared yeah or Great. tell her why because <laughs> yeah. she's, she's got every reason well her candle blew out it was dark she got frightened no yeah. it is. she's like scared of the dark yeah. the dark or something i don't know 10 times worse than that <laughs> But Salen assures them that it's good that they've had experiences because that's why they're all here. She makes sure that everyone in the group can hear her before telling them all not to worry and to be calm. She says that it's just someone trying to pass along a message. She calls out to Gemma, saying that it's very likely that it's her friend Jack. She asks if Gemma has tried to ask if it's him and nobody says anything. Yeah. <laughs> Haley's like, yeah, Gemma, have you tried asking if it's Jack? Haley, please. <laughs> Gemma just sits quietly for a moment before Caroline, still crying, is like, Gemma. Finally, she apologizes and admits that Jack isn't real. Haley says that Gemma made him up. Salen asks if Jack truly doesn't exist at all or if he does exist, but Gemma didn't hear him. Haley tells her that Jack doesn't exist at all. Salen immediately tells them that this isn't good. That would I squirt a pee, oh, uh, yeah. piss and shit. Yeah. Yes. The medium's like, oh no, y'all fucked up. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm done. Yeah, that's a big problem. She says that she told them not to disrespect the spirits. Essentially, Gemma invented a person that doesn't exist, meaning she summoned a false spirit. 
by making this person up, she's created a mask for anything to come through and wear, which is oh horrifying. horrifying. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I mean, we're all familiar with the concept of a tulpa. Love tulpa mm. shit. Love a tulpa, but I've only heard of a tulpa in a matter of belief. Right. Yeah. Enough people believe in something, they make it real. Mm. Yeah. I've never heard the idea of inventing a, a thing a false spirit, I guess. Right. Yeah. In that another spirit can use that false spirit as a mask to enter the, <laughs> the world. Yeah. Like, Present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this way, it's like paying someone to take That's your exam you. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I my my thing though is that look, uh, I understand the Gemma situation. Right. But those motherfuckers were drinking behind your back. Did you see <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> they were taking shots. Yeah. So disrespectful. Adriano is fake tickets. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I mean, I, I, don't know. I get it. I get it. But this concept is horrifying. Yeah. Yes. And it's on. And that's what I was telling you, in, I guess, 2020. Yeah. Where I said, this is a concept. Yeah. When you told me yeah. to watch this. Yeah. It's the use of a concept that I've never seen it done this exact way. Yeah. But Salen says that if they're lucky, it's just another spirit. Caroline asks what happens if they're not lucky. And after a sigh, Salen admits that it could be something demonic. Gemma sent out an open invitation for anything to step through and they need to shut it down now. All right. You don't have to keep saying Gemma. Gemma, 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 Gemma. All I'm going to say is that Gemma did not know that this would be the result <laughs> oh of the of joke. Of flagrantly ignoring yeah. the rules placed it, in front of her. It was simply a joke trying to keep it light, have some fun. Personally, I forgive her. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. I'm glad you have that closure. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you should forgive even more because... <laughs> I don't want to go into the afterlife with all this negative baggage. That's all I'm trying to say. Just forgive and forget. <laughs> but she instructs them to thank the spirits, shut everything down, and visualize cutting their ropes. She calls out to the spirit, telling them to knock once for yes and twice for no, before telling them all to ask on the count of three, do you have a message for us? It's only at this point that Emma begins to scoop back up to her computer and join them in asking. As soon as they ask, the light behind Haley turns on and turns off. When she reports this to Salem, she's like, that's great. On the count of three, she instructs them all to ask, are you a friend? The electricity surges in everyone's room. They all look around afraid and the call with Salem is lost. My friend wouldn't fuck with my electricity like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're no. not my yeah. friend. <laughs> Haley tries to call Salen back, but when she doesn't answer, she says that she's going to close this herself. Gemma tells her that she doesn't know what she's doing, but Haley yells at her to shut the fuck up. Cruel. <laughs> <laughs> she tells them to all imagine the rope around their waist and leads them all in apologizing for confusing the spirit. They follow instructions and all imagine cutting the rope around their waist. Haley asks again if anyone is here, and when they get no answer, she tells them all to open their eyes and blow out their candles. Everyone is still reeling, but the tension is broken a bit when Haley unexpectedly sneezes. <laughs> that had to be not... It's not, yeah. Okay. This is clearly not planned, and Gemma struggles with keeping in her yeah. laughter. <laughs> I will say I understand their like hesitation because it's like just... You're, uh, the plane's going down and someone's like I'll land it yeah, yeah. and then they land it it's yeah, like I'm, like, a, little, oh, okay. I'm a little skeptical <laughs> that's not how I, I saw just, this going I was just crying a minute <laughs> <laughs> but Haley offers that at least it was exciting 
Yeah. Gemma laughs nervously as Caroline mentions how sweaty she's gotten and how bad she smells. (laughs) (laughs) Redina takes the laptop with her to walk through her house. And Emma says that she will never do this again. Now, when Redina, because she's going into the bathroom right Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. on her way to the bathroom, I read something online about something happening behind her and i was like that's bullshit again i'm drew barrymore i saw that movie 20 (laughs) goddamn times i was like that's a lie yeah it's not a fucking lie and me and ari i rewound it and we both screamed when we saw it (laughs) so i'm not gonna give it away yet but i remind me to double back but Redina sets her laptop on the ground in her bathroom so she can pee because she's afraid to go alone and then she goes into her bedroom to find it empty She sits down and tries to call someone on the phone, but the rest of them begin to laugh over what just happened. Emma lamenting that the glass that broke was expensive. (laughs) They imagine Teddy eating Chinese food while they're all here nearly dying. (laughs) (laughs) I will say they're lucky that Redina had the control to hold that pee. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, no. Not me. Yeah. I don't need a bathroom break. (laughs) They called it a panic wee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. Redina, though, was trying to call Alan. He was in the bedroom and now he's just gone. But she finds his phone in another room ringing with her name on the caller ID. She asks if anyone saw Alan leave and sits back in front of her kitchen, deciding that he may be at his brother's house. She tries to call him, getting up and walking away from the computer. He can't be at his brother's house, though, because of the lockdown situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you just try to think of an explanation? I mean, he's like, I'm going to go chop my vegetables at a place you appreciate me. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I guess you're trying to find excuses. Caroline is also away from her computer and Gemma's like, all right, I'm going to head out. (laughs) (laughs) She tells Emma, who is wearing a lizard filter now, that she loves her and goodbye. Then she tells Haley bye. (laughs) And to tell Redina that she said bye. Haley proposes that maybe they should wait for Redina to come back before anyone leaves and jim is like nah i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah she calls out to caroline goodbye but caroline's still not in front of her computer caroline then walks into her room crosses past the screen and goes into one of her drawers they call out to her but she doesn't respond and they quickly realize that this is the background that she made and showed them earlier when i saw that i gasped yeah. i was like that is not her Haley says that she's going to call Caroline, but suddenly a face is slammed against Caroline's screen, knocking her phone onto the ground. So, as again, we're trying to rationalize. Yeah. yeah. Caroline's obviously listening to Freak on a Leash, and it just, <laughs> <laughs> and it just hit that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't help it. So as soon as the drop hit, that's what happened. She dropped her phone. Let's go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They established she was into new metal, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think that was at the the beginning. It's a deleted scene. (laughs) (laughs) The background plays again, showing Caroline walking out of the room. Not sure of what they saw, Haley tries to call Caroline's phone while Emma wanders around her house. In her living room, Emma cranes the laptop up to show a light fixture swinging for no reason. When she looks back down, she's startled by a filtered face floating in midair. So we really fucked up. Huh, oh, guys? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. clear. Like, beyond. Like, this is... <laughs> like, we... we <laughs> this is beyond our experience. Yeah, yes. Okay. Hey, where's, uh, what's Salen doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did want to point out is that, and I love this... I look if somebody um, has an influence of something I want to know about it yeah you know and they had talked about all the films that they love when they were going into making this and one of the films they talked about was Alice Sweet Alice Mm -hmm. and the mask that we see floating in midair is basically that mask 
Oh, yeah. nice. All so, I know is the the cover. Yes. Yeah. The, of the mask. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's that. Yeah. And so I love when people are like, yeah, we love that film and here it is. Yeah, it's very cool. Gemma tells Emma to turn her filters off, but she doesn't. The face is still there, floating in the middle of the living room. Haley and Gemma stare as Caroline's voicemail picks up and Emma slowly approaches the face. When she slowly reaches out her hand to touch it, it turns to face her. Not good. No. (laughs) Emma backs up and when she looks back, the face is gone. She goes into her kitchen and grabs a bag of flour um, I also watched Paranormal Activity yeah. during the lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the living room, she shakes it out on the spot where the face had been and nothing happens. After a moment of false security, all the cabinets in her kitchen bang open. She turns to look at them before turning back into the living room. Gemma and Haley yell at Emma to get out of the room. And when she looks down at the flower on the floor, footsteps begin to appear in it, walking toward her. So one thing I do love is the idea of kind of like postmodern filmmaking mm-hmm. yeah. where we can reference the films that we've seen. Yeah. Because of course Emma's seen Paranormal Activity. Yeah. yeah. And of course- so she would think of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would put the flower down to mm-hmm. do that. And I probably would do the same shit. Yeah. yeah. One cool thing I did read is that they sent remote devices, uh, one of the special effects people, mm-hmm. to her apartment so that they could burst those cabinets open. Oh, nice. That's really cool. Like, they're doing everything via mail, via Zoom. Like, it's just so cool. Amazing. And there's even more stuff later that we'll see that I can't talk about just yet. Yeah. Yeah. What really makes this work for me is that, like, the creaking when the steps happen. It's like, oh, shit. Like, this is really happening. (laughs) (laughs) This is no dream. (laughs) But the contents of the cabinets in the kitchen fall, crashing to the ground, and Emma runs into her hallway. After a moment of silence as she stares into the dark kitchen, flower footsteps begin advancing toward her. Emma screams as the light bulb above her shatters. We see her feet as she runs toward her bedroom, but suddenly her feet are lifted off of the ground, and after floating, Emma is dropped. She lays there for a moment before getting back to her feet, running to her room, and getting under her blankets. Blankets are kryptonite forever and ever. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And she sobs, the lizard filter still on her face. That's insult to injury. (laughs) (laughs) But it it makes it real because you're not worried about that fucking filter. About turning it off. Yeah, Yeah. you're fucking scared. But she's like, help me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fly. Ooh, tasty. (laughs) They decide that they're all going to leave their homes, but Radina is still standing away from her computer on the phone. A light on her oven comes on and it begins to smoke as Gemma and Haley call out to her. Radina notices the smoke, ends her phone call and rushes into the kitchen. When she finally hears her friends calling her, she runs to the computer and goes, what? Just then a body falls from the ceiling behind her. It's Alan, a pool of blood surrounding his head. Now doubling back. Yes. When she goes to take her panic wee, she goes into the the bedroom first Mm -hmm. and walks out to go to the restroom. You see Alan being fucking lifted up to the ceiling. You see his legs floating. Yeah. I've never. (laughs) (laughs) Never. And the funny thing is, Radina is kind of in the left corner because she's holding her laptop while she's walking. It's in the middle of the fucking frame. It's in the middle. (laughs) How was this missed? I don't know. I don't know. But to be able to find that on probably the 10th time I've seen this. That, and that's, it was a real treat. Yes. I'll say that. That's one thing that can really count in the positives column for this film is the length of it 
and the hidden situations right calls for multiple rewatches yeah oh yeah um they said that they were really inspired by the haunting of hill house ah. and how mike flanagan you know in almost every shot there were fucking ghosts hidden in the background yeah. there's supposed to be a lot of shit in the background of their of the screens behind mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and i i missed a lot of it yeah, yeah i it just th- that just makes me want to go back and watch it again yeah. it's like oh yeah like i haven't watched this <laughs> no i know <laughs> But Radina tries to run outside and we watch her feet as she is pulled back into her house. The movement stops abruptly. The camera is still and turned upward with a drop of blood on it. The remaining three sit in stunned silence as Caroline's phone begins to type gibberish into the chat. As they try to decipher what she's sending, the background video of Caroline walking into the room plays and suddenly Caroline's head is repeatedly bashed into the screen. She's bloody and pleading for help before it cuts away to just her background video again. And where she's bloody and being like repeatedly bashed mm-hmm. is exactly where her face yeah. mask was. Yes, that's where I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, Gemma, and Emma sob. Haley decides to call Salen back, but Gemma tells her to stop, telling her that this is all her fault. Look, there's enough of blame no, to no, go no, around. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Who was it that said we should do a seance over Zoom? I don't remember who. Oh shit, that wasn't Gemma. No, no, no. It, but it was the same person that said to be respectful and not make shit up and See, not um, invite spirits to put on masks and pretend to be people that they're not. See, I got a missing reel in my head there. I don't remember all that. But changing the subject, I do have something about Caroline. Uh, yeah, to change the subject real quick. <laughs> um, they got in contact with a special effects artist named Dan Martin. Mm-hmm. And he created all these prosthetics for Caroline to wear. Uh-huh. And so he was with her on Zoom showing her how to attach them. That's oh, so nice. fucking like, cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So she's like blending them, doing her own work. Yeah. And then... They're bashing, you know, she's doing the face. They have like a little pad for her. And obviously well, I hope so. yeah. <laughs> no, they, uh, they made her smash her face into a laptop. <laughs> but um, I just thought it was, again, very interesting that they were still able to do this. This dude is mailing her, yeah. her prosthetics. Yeah, that is, that's, that's very cool. fucking cool. But they actually filmed all of these situations first. And so it gave the cast something to react to. Yeah. They didn't know. They only kind of had their outline of their script Mm -hmm. and it was like redacted what exactly was going to happen to the other people. That's very cool. They were completely taken off, you know, caught off guard. Yeah. And having to see this and react in real time to it for the first time. Right, right. So, I mean, you get much more genuine. Yeah, for sure. But Haley correctly yells back a reminder that this is all Gemma's fucking fault. They start to yell at each t- shrugged. <laughs> they start to yell at each other, and Haley's chair is pulled backward again. This time, spilling her onto the floor. I did see a picture of her in like her stunt gear. They had her, like she had pads on her elbows and her knees and everything. Yeah. <laughs> they said that there were like sixty-five visual effects shots that they did. Yeah, and most of them were removing all of that stuff. Damn. There's one later that is nuts. Yeah, yeah. Two later, I guess. Yeah. But when she stands and tries to pick the chair back up, it's pulled away from her again. She's then knocked down and dragged by her foot out of the room, the door slamming behind her as she disappears into the hallway. We all love a good demon drag. Yeah. Yeah. This was a really good one, and I will Mm -hmm. admit that. 
Can we retire the demon drag? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've seen it enough. We've done, yeah. There's a lot. There's the, a lot of demon the drag. Only, the only demon drag that I truly and honestly hate is when the camera's got you right there. Yeah. And then you see him get pulled away. Yeah. This wasn't that. No, no, it wasn't. But we can retire the <laughs> demon drag. <laughs> but no more. No demon more drag. demon drag. We got it. <laughs> we've seen what you can do. <laughs> Emma still sobs under her blankets and Gemma stares before grabbing her mask and putting it on. Caroline's video continues to play as Emma asks where Gemma is going. Gemma promises to be right back, but Emma is terrified of being left alone. She begs her not to go, but Gemma does anyway, leaving her home and running across the street until she disconnects from the meeting. I want to say excellent performances all around. Yeah. Yeah. Gemma the hero i mean incorrectly wearing her mask well hold on because when she gets to where she's going (laughs) it's put on properly i don't know that i would and i still wear my mask right if we're recording this in fucking august of 2022 yeah Yeah. i still wear a mask me too um i would not think to put my fucking mask on before i ran out of this again she's a hero (laughs) (laughs) i've I've clearly stated this i don't know what (laughs) still left in the meeting are Haley, who is gone Redina, who is gone, Caroline, whose background video continues to play, and Emma, still sobbing under her covers. Suddenly, Teddy rejoins the meeting, <laughs> but the camera faces an empty chair. Emma watches as a puppet walks into view. Teddy laughs, abandoning the puppet and sitting down in the chair, apologizing for taking so long. He's like, oh, what have you guys been up to? Yeah. <laughs> like, Teddy, read the room, yeah. Teddy. God, that was not the time. <laughs> There's blood on one of the screens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Open your fucking eyes. He asks, <laughs> he asks where everyone is, thinking that they're playing a joke on him, even though they didn't know he was coming. Yeah. When Emma only continues to cry. His lights turn off and Emma pleads with him to get out of his house. He tells her that it's just a power outage and it happens all the time. He must live in Texas. (laughs) 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 There's a notice that there's only 10 minutes left in the meeting and then it will end and then it's X'd out of. Again, I love that countdown. Oh, yeah. Um, It really comes into play later in such a really cool way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to call out two things. First thing, love Emma with the Heather Donahue framing. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Has to be a reference there. For sure. But this is where I have my slight issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that the final two in this situation at this moment should be Caroline, Caroline and Teddy. Right. Because we're setting up something there at the very beginning and then we're just like, never mind. They'll crush. Right. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, that, but I don't think the demon gives a shit. Well, no, but I think that for you're, as saying, far you're as, saying like narratively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. The demon's like, no, I want to see yeah, that. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, so, well, they yeah. won't. They. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was too crazy. <laughs> it was like Chekhov's crush. <laughs> so I just wanted to see it through. And honestly, it is a little more heartbreaking with everything that's about to happen. Right. Would have been. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. More yeah. impactful. It, it is still impactful. Oh, it is. But yeah, I would have given it that little extra, that little extra oomph. Teddy looks around the room with the flashlight and heads upstairs to look for the fuse box. We're along for the ride, looking at the stairs as he climbs them until a demonic face growls and pops into the camera. I think I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> that, that scared the fuck out of me. I'm not even. I'm not above saying that. I uh, read that. James Swanton, who played the the demon, uh-huh. mm-hmm. he did all everything his pieces at his parents' house. See, uh, so every uh, little thing that he's injected into is just editing 
there's a little a little like split second where the flashlight's out of view and they edit him in. Yeah. Like he was never really there. He did not do any scenes with any right, other right. actor. He did all of his shit by himself. That is just brilliant. I was like, I never yeah. would have guessed. No, because it's been so well. Yeah. This part is scary as fuck. Like, yeah. it, it scares the shit out of you. You gave me the perfect opening. The editor is named Brenna Rangut. Chef's kiss. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. Applause. Excellent, yeah. excellent work. But Teddy screams and Emma begs him to get out of the house. Teddy runs back downstairs, furniture jumping in his way as he tries to get to the door. It really feels like the the really the second that Alan hits the ground. Yeah. You get no moment. Yeah. There's not a fucking it does not let up. Teddy falls and looks over to see the demonic figure covering its face and screeching. It kind of had like the the hands like I don't know why it looked like the demon was self conscious, but yeah. then the, the other thing that I thought I was like Teddy's like there the, no demon's gonna come into my house and the demon's like watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. It was one or the other. I figured. <laughs> He gets up and continues to run until he's outside. He sees Jenny standing by the pool, but she is quickly lifted up. She struggles to fight, kicking her legs and grabbing her neck until we see her neck break and her head fall to one side. She's suspended that way for a moment before dropping into the pool. The actress who plays Jenny, I think it was Jenny Lofthouse. Mm-hmm, I think so. She, They built a rig over the pool, mm-hmm. and she's actually a stunt woman. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's fucking badass. Yeah. So she did this. Hell yeah. But they scoop her up and they bring they lift her. This is what I said when they were like shading out all the stuff. Right, mm-hmm. right. There's that entire rig in the shot. Yeah. But they lift her above the pool. She, you know, writhes as if she's getting yeah, strangled. Yeah. And then they cut the thing and they just drop her into the pool. <laughs> and it looks. No, it looks good. It looks yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. This was one of the shots because I was like, I know this is low budget as fuck. Yeah. How yeah. did they do this? Yeah, yeah. And they just did it in a way you probably would think that they did it. Yeah. She does another stunt later too that blew my mind all right i was very surprised let's do this i don't know (laughs) (laughs) let's get into it yeah teddy screams and continues to run emma sobs and watches him still pleading with him to get out of there because someone is there am i i think he knows by now (laughs) watch this (laughs) (laughs) he's like ushers yeah She she tells him that he'll die if he doesn't listen. Teddy hides by a wood pile in a barn area and shines his camera away from him when he hears movement. This is another thing. Again, when I'm watching this the first probably at least two, three times, Mm -hmm. I don't think about it. But now I don't know why he'd be carrying his laptop around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because he did have a flashlight. And that was the thing is that it was clearly his laptop on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't say that it was his phone. Yeah. Right. But again, it's so fast paced it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter yeah like it's only when you're really trying to watch it critically that right. it even because it's done so well mm-hmm. um but i do have to point it out because otherwise i would be a hypocrite right but right he gets up and uses the flashlight and camera to look around finally he sees a noose hanging from the rafters the music from his music box starts to play and the flashlight bulb explodes He takes out his lighter instead, using it to look around until he finds the music box open on the ground, just like when he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Digging the reincorporation. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the only music in the film. Yes. 
As he approaches it, he's hurled backward. When we see Teddy again, he is passed out on the ground, and the lighter he dropped has started a fire, which crawls up his back and onto his face. He wakes up, screaming in agony until his camera freezes. Now, this is what I read, that they were like, it was practical. We actually set Teddy on fire. Oh, shit. And I was like, you're no. fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> they, this man, they set him on fire. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's also a stuntman. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah. I, Because I, the first time I ever saw this, I was like, you know, I've seen higher budget films where the fire doesn't look it this doesn't realistic. It doesn't look yeah. yes. I was like, this looks great. Yeah. And then, uh, well, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Emma is alone with everyone else's silent screams. She sobs until she hears a thud coming from somewhere in her house. She freezes until she finally comes out of the blanket just in time to see her bedroom door open. And then nothing happens. Emma picks up her blanket and hesitates for a moment before tossing it over to her doorway. The blanket gathers in the shape of a tall person standing there. I, I love to see it. Yes. Yeah, I do. I forget the movie they were referencing because the place that I went immediately was John Carpenter's Halloween. Mm -hmm. And then there's also if because they did talk a lot about paranormal activity. Yeah. I want to say it's the the second or third one. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember. But there is a ghost a sheet ghost situation. All right. That is also pretty good. But uh, this one uh, got me. It's no, very this good. Is good. Yeah. yeah. But Emma relatably screams and runs over to her window she flings it open and we the laptop fall down and hit the ground in time to see her land crashing into a bench and emma does not move again her bunny slipper stares at us too yeah it does it's like you really let this shit happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> way to go um <laughs> this is what i wanted to uh talk about was that jenny did this stunt of Emma falling. Yeah. And it was done, I guess, on the same night that they did the pool thing. That oh, is shit. fucking crazy. And they said that where they filmed it, because she did both of them, mm -hmm. if you just shifted the camera to the side from the bench, you could see that pool. It was filmed <laughs> in the same spot. I was like, that is so fucking cool. Like, what a badass lady, yeah, too. Like, holy shit. That's awesome. And she gets to play a character. Well, yes, yeah. yeah. And you're in it as well. <laughs> that's like, that awesome. is just so cool. Alan, too, did his own stunt falling from the ceiling. Oh, badass. I'm just like, they gave it everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. I read in an interview, Rob Savage said that there was like a house full of stunt workers right, and a stunt coordinator. And so a lot of the stunts they put together, they didn't have to break quarantine because yeah. oh, nice. they were all living together yeah. anyway. So it's like, and it's nuts because they did. This is one of the first like productions I can think of that really had to deal with yeah. mm -hmm. all those constraints. I know Midnight Mass, whenever yeah. they talked about that, they were one of the first big productions yeah. that had to do all that. But they really like took proper precautions mm -hmm. yeah and it's really commendable because mm -hmm. this is new and fucking scary yeah exactly and i can't see anything under that bench so i know that had to hurt some oh yeah, yeah having she, to fall they on said there that they loosened everything so that it would break when wow. she fell but she did she fell yeah, on no. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh, her spot yeah, yeah. <laughs> But we hear knocking as we pan from screen to screen. Radina's still with the drop of blood craned upward. Caroline's video walking endlessly in and out of her room. Once we see Haley's still kitchen, a window breaks, sending glass flying. 
Gemma climbs inside and looks around before looking at Haley's laptop and seeing the still screens, with the exception, of course, of Caroline's video. This is when I'm like, so I guess she's fucking spider manning up the building. Yeah. Yeah. We're not on the first floor. Yeah. No, but that was, again, Shaun, Shaun of the, of the Dead. dead. Yeah. It's fine. And I do want to point out that her mask is on properly. Now, yes. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> But Gemma turns away and faces the hallway. Teddy leaves the meeting. Caroline leaves the meeting. Redina leaves the meeting. Emma leaves the meeting. Soon, Haley's screen is the only thing we see, and we watch as something hits Gemma in the head, and she collapses onto the floor. This is a cheap shot. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. Oh, like, <laughs> You're you a really demon. Didn't, yeah, they're already scared. Yeah. You really She's didn't have to do that. Friend. What? <laughs> I read in an interview with, I think it was NME, uh, Gemma Moore had said that she had gotten a call about that stunt and they were like, you think you could take a bottle to the head, basically? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm sure it was a How breakaway. Do you, yeah. Yeah. How do you know that about yourself? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I think I got probably, it. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> My cranium could take it. But uh, yeah, I just thought the fact that she, it, and again, the inventiveness and the random ideas that are coming out. Yeah. yeah to get a text message that says that yeah yeah it's like all right okay. <laughs> this is about the movie right, right? <laughs> <laughs> who'd i piss off now yeah god damn but after a moment she smacks the laptop and it falls to the ground where she lays among the glass her face bleeding as she lays there the cabinets in the kitchen burst open and its contents come flying out Gemma jumps to her feet and picks up the laptop telling whatever it is in the kitchen fuck you this is another moment where she doesn't really need to pick up the laptop. But yeah. No, it, no. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Gemma needs it because. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Haley's chair sets itself back up and then everything is silent after it clatters into place. Gemma slowly starts down Haley's dark hallway. When she goes past the closet, it opens again, spilling everything out. Gemma looks into the bathroom, but when she hears thumping coming from Haley's bedroom, she heads inside. It is still and silent until the chair in front of Haley's desk topples over, startling Gemma. Haley crawls out from under the desk and sobbing goes over to hug Gemma, but stops and does an elbow bump instead. And the two chuckle. Very cute. Yeah. yeah. And very timely, of course. Yeah. I read in that NME interview that because of the COVID protocols, it wasn't Gemma Moore on set. That was Haley's real life boyfriend giving her the elbow. Uh, <laughs> that is fucking cool. Isn't that cool? <laughs> They're like, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, yeah. we'll get it done. But the fun is short lived when Haley's chair in the living room scrapes across the floor. When Gemma turns around to see it, the lights in the living room go out. Gemma turns back to Haley and Haley picks up her Polaroid. As they stand in the entrance of the hallway, a small countdown appears in the top corner of the screen. Remaining meeting time, one minute, and it begins to count down. Now that's a chef's kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's great, too, because even the first time I watched this, I was like, we're counting down to a jump scare. Yes. Yeah. And I still got scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works. I don't either. <laughs> Haley takes a photo in the hallway, illuminating it for a second, but they don't see anything. She takes another as they slowly start to walk forward. She takes another, 29 seconds left. They walk forward and she takes another, 15 seconds left. The clock continues to count down and with one second left, Haley snaps another photo of her living room. The demonic figure screams and rushes at us just as the meeting ends. An alert pops up. 
the free meeting has ended. Thank you for choosing Zoom. And then the credits are shown in the form of participants of the meeting, which yeah. is just so clever mm -hmm. and just excellent. Um, Rob Savage did point out, too, that that close up we see, it's less human than we've ever seen it before. Right. Yeah. And it's demon self is kind of, I guess mm. it's like shedding that mask right, that right. it came in on, but which is just really cool such an interesting oh, yeah. little like uh detail that could be missed but y'all still took the time to do that like, yeah yeah that's just so fucking cool but i have to ask what did you guys think of host i really really enjoyed this movie mm -hmm. and then watching it for the show it i think i liked it even more hey um it's short it gets to the point there is no i i do see the inconsistencies from the laptops to the phone what but i feel like the way that they do it it works and there is no questioning it it's just yeah. like okay yeah you know what i mean now we're doing this all right that's fine <laughs> um i'm not even gonna lie it's hard for me to to say anything negative about this movie mm -hmm. so i'm kind of at a a loss for being able to be like oh well, this you know what i mean this and that was wrong because it's it's so i feel like the runtime is perfect it is and it and there is errors but it doesn't leave any room to be like to point it out it's just shit's just once it starts going it's going yeah and everything works so good the chemistry between them uh you saying that a lot of this was just kind of this is what's going on go yeah. you know what i mean that's fantastic um, but yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I very much agree. I think along with what you said, it's just kind of remarkable that they were able to put together something this cohesive. Yeah. That short amount of time of making this film mm -hmm. from the inception yeah. to the completion. Yeah. It's it's remarkable. Um, I did want to talk about that ending very quickly because I look, we talk about it a lot on the show. I love it when creators talk about their influences. Yeah. That last scene with the flashing camera, mm -hmm. it immediately reminded me of Adam Stanheit in the first song. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And yeah. then I go and I read an interview where Rob Savage says they were inspired. I love that. Yeah. And I love that because it's you like paying homage to things you like yeah i love that you know and they did that a lot in this film mm -hmm. blair witch project paranormal activity right uh alice sweet alice which yeah. <laughs> we'll have to go watch ghost watch ghost watch yeah. yes another one that i really want to see but i just really respect that i think that it is very fun mm -hmm. it's tense when it needs to be it's fun when it needs to be right there. It's a real breeze of a watch because of that runtime. Oh yeah. Yes. That you could watch it right now. Again, it's like an episode, dude, we talk about this all the time where <laughs> me and Nay, whenever we were trying to decide something to watch, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, do you really want to watch a two and a half hour movie? You're like, what? How long is it? Two and a half yeah. hours. I'll watch uh six episodes of Mad Men. Literally. Yeah. Like, and I, <laughs> and that's why. I don't understand how yeah. that works, <laughs> how the math works in my brain, but a 57 minute movie. Yeah. Come on, man. You can't be, you can't beat that at all and for it to be as good as it is and for it to have a full complete story i i think that's remarkable yeah. yeah and i don't even really i i know that people rail against jump scares but i think everyone works here yeah yeah i don't like the cheap ones no but like when they're earned because i still jumped on my skin and that <laughs> clock in the corner was like 
I'm wait. about to scare you yeah. in one minute, and I'm like, bet. <laughs> so it just doesn't make Still, sense. There have been times like I've been up at three in the morning watching this movie, and I have, uh, I don't want to lie, I've been me- up till seven in the yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've really uh, fucked myself out of some sleep there <laughs> with that last scare because yeah. the face looks so good. Yeah. Right. And again, that goes to, I guess, the makeup effects and everything, mm-hmm. which again, they're doing via mail and Zoom. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, no, I agree with both of you guys. I think this is such, and I feel like I like it even more and appreciate it more after learning more about behind the scenes. Yes. Because what they were able to make is just so impressive. Mm -hmm. I also forgot to talk about Salen, like her fate, um, because it's really ambiguous. Yes. And they had said, because she comes back, obviously, after they fucked everything up. Right, right. And nothing that she did helped like things only got worse right so there was speculation that salen was she she did talk about possession oh that she was being host to whatever had come through Ah. in that moment and so rob savage i read an interview with him where he was asked about this and he said they did two takes of when they get back in contact with her on the phone and in one take she is playing as though she is being possessed right and telling them what to do under that guise and in the second one, she was just being saline and trying to help. Yeah. And he used pieces of both. Uh, so it's kind okay. of up to you to figure out like what you think happened with her right, or right. whatever. Because we never see her again. Once yeah, the, no, or hear it. her again. That is true. Once the phone. Ga- I just thought that was an interesting little because once the shit hit the fans, <laughs> once the shit hits the fan, <laughs> it doesn't let up. Yeah. And you're not sitting there like, oh, my God, Emma just fell in and died on a picnic table. Where's Salen? Yeah. Like, I mean, you <laughs> don't have no you don't no, have yeah, time yeah. to stop and think about it so i thought that was really interesting because i want to know what happened yeah mm-hmm. and honestly that would be a way of following through on setting up something yeah yeah she's the one that nobody i didn't bring up possession yes yeah. <laughs> it was you <laughs> you said that yeah but no i think this is like i said at the beginning i think this is a very special film in a lot of ways and i'm just very grateful that we got it when we got it because it couldn't have been more well-timed no i think it's exactly what we needed when we needed it and there are certain films that we talk about where it's like god like i appreciate all the work y'all put into this like Mm -hmm. i really appreciate everything that you did and this is one of them i would agree but i guess we can go into ratings um my score just in the last two days before we we've recorded i've had probably three of them (laughs) (laughs) so this is a little difficult i mean i feel like the good really overweighs any nitpicky bad that i can Mm. think of i don't know that i would sit there and be like oh my god host is perfect no um it's still so rewatchable Mm. and it's so much fun especially if you're watching it with a group or watching it with your friends or your family um it's like it's a time capsule where we can all watch this again, hopefully in, you know, a couple of years. Maybe yeah. this is over. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm darting my eyes <laughs> fearfully. And remember that that scary time that we are weirdly nostalgic for. Yeah. Yeah. In um, a very odd way. And I'm, I'm sure it's like some kind of like uh Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm yeah. syndrome. <laughs> it's not healthy. It can't no, be healthy. Not at all. Um, But. I feel like it, it. this is just really special and I think host is a treat. I think it's a, a, a really fucking great time. So on a scale from one to 10 made up schoolmates, <laughs> I'm 
going to give host nine. All right. Oh, out of right, ten right. made up schoolmates. Because this really feels like the little movie that could. Yeah. And it should not be as good as it is. No. So, yeah. so I'm going to give it that little extra piece. So yeah, nine out of 10. And I will now open up the floor. I mean, I know we've talked about it. And, and you, you're right. And anything negative is overshadowed by how good the movie is. Yeah. Um, and for me, what really kind of made it you saying that and us, you know, kind of learning about how they did the movie and everything, like even before recording and like just watching the movie and doing research for the show and all that, seeing how they were, how they used their actual rooms and then like you're able to bring their personality through this movie yeah. in an hour. I feel like I know these girls who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not just like, oh man, like you're genuinely worried or, well, what happened now? Well, where is she? How come she's not answering the fucking phone? <laughs> like you're, you get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah it's like, sure. Oh, what the fuck would happen? Um, in such a short time, you know what I mean? And it, it is, uh, it is a treat. It is one of those movies like, you know what? I don't even mind watching that shit. Put it on. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Then somebody else comes over. You got something to watch. Check this out. Put on host again. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I know it's weird, but watching this movie, even for the show, this is one of those rare movies to me. And I don't know why it does scare me. Yes. And not in a way like for me to be like, oh, fuck, that was like actual fear. It's unnerving. It's kind of like you, like I said, you feel that these are real friends. Mm -hmm. You feel that about them in the movie. You're kind of like, all right, you know, they get along. They, you know, the chemistry's there. And then this feels like if this was fucking real, Oh my God. And there is no, oh, they got outside, so they made it. It's like, no, 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 no. Well, you guys fucked it's around. Not over. Yeah. 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 You found out. That was it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the sub. Yeah. The sub- yeah. So, so there is none of that. Oh, man. You know what I mean? They got away. Fucked a happy ending. It's like, no, 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 no. You guys did not respect what you were told shit happened and this is what's going on so it isn't like uh where you have that sense of well fuck it's a movie because you know what i mean yeah somebody got away and the demon is no you're fucking dead you (laughs) messed with something you shouldn't have been doing this is what happened yep so it is it for me it is one of those rare movies for me to where i do feel nervous watching it or i am just kind of like okay even though i know what's happening it's like oh (laughs) so for me on a scale from one to ten, made up schoolmates. That's it. I'm gonna give host an eight. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, like you said, I I won't sit here and be like, oh, this movie's perfect. But this movie is really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. like it's really a lot really of good fun. for the time it's given and what's going on there and learning about them doing all this on their own and all that. Hell yeah. Yes. Like that's badass. I think that that's the thing that kind of makes it so scary for me is that a lot of times if you look at a really, really polished film, mm-hmm. it kind of takes you out of it. Yeah. Yes. Because you're like, this looks so good. It's so clearly orchestrated. Yeah, yeah. This, it feels, especially with Teddy at the end, yeah. it's a yeah. fucking oh, no, frenzy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And everything is just fucking up and going all which way and you feel like you're in the middle of it mm-hmm. because it looks very, in, this is not meant negatively, it looks amateurly shot right. it because should. it is yeah. amateurly yeah. 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 and it's supposed to you know and that's the thing when you're using fucking 4k cameras for a goddamn uh found footage movie yeah, yeah. it's like what the fuck like i'm mad <laughs> now <laughs> for a goddamn, for a goddamn, goddamn 
but God. I mean, it but does. It, it takes you, know, you out you of flip it. the table. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes, and that's one of the things. Like, I have all these rules for found footage, and found footage shouldn't look more professional no. than a professional film. Yeah. yeah, this is a Zoom meeting. Nobody's got that kind of technology. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> during a goddamn pandemic. Yeah, but. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is that I think that it is very well put together, very well made for exactly what it's supposed to be doing. It's not supposed to be this groundbreaking movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun ride to be on, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, positives, obviously, I think the perform- performances are, are fantastic. I think that the use of the platform of Zoom and their devotion to using it mm-hmm. so much so that the movie counts down at the hour. Yeah. Yes. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that their use of effects and everything are fantastic. All of the visual effects that are done so slightly that you don't even realize they're being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great work. Um, mostly the biggest positive of, of the film, I think Gemma Jim Moore. <laughs> yeah. Gemma is the greatest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can we can it was her fault that all of it this was happened. definitely her can fault, we at but... least divorce yourself from being in love with her uh, just long enough to say that uh, that was her fault so the negatives i have <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no no i, I look it does not exist <laughs> i i see how people could think that. Oh, right. yeah. that's the best we're gonna get um the negatives though i think there was a missed opportunity with caroline mm-hmm. and teddy you bring that up let's see it through yeah you know not that they need to like fall in love or anything like that but for her (laughs) they're they're dying (laughs) (laughs) my thing is for her to be the one to watch him die that would be huge yeah Yeah. and it would have felt like more uh, like a bigger deal right and um uh, and the nitpick i have about the i don't know what the fuck they're filming on when yeah (laughs) Yeah. that that bothered me too but um i look uh, uh all jokes and or love aside I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it pains me to say yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. I think that mistakes were made. Yes. <laughs> I won't say who, who? made them, mm-hmm. but yeah. eh, things could have gone yeah. a little differently, is all I'll say. But for me, out of 10 made up schoolmates, I think I'm going to have to. I'm stuck because part of me wants to give it one score, but I think I'm going to go up just a little bit because of the feeling it gives me to see this indie spirit, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a big part of it. It's such a big deal to me, and it kind of is inspirational. Mm-hmm. Other filmmakers can see this and say, hey, I can do that too. Yeah. You know, and then obviously the connections to selfishly pod mortem <laughs> <laughs> that I have in my mind of being, I guess, the little thing that could right or at the very least is it's trying to <laughs> <laughs> the little thing that tries its fucking that, best that, <laughs> does their fucking hardest does the best um so out of 10 made up schoolmates i'm gonna give host 8.5 hey out All of right. 10 because again and you can't i i wouldn't say this is a perfect film like nay said but the same exact thing for me is that did this film execute what it was trying to do mm-hmm. very well oh yeah absolutely it did it wasn't trying to be the next Halloween. Yeah. They're, right. They're doing their own thing. And I think they did a great job with mm-hmm. what they did. But Gemma. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate host and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at Real Streeter 84 and at Travis MWH. 
Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, while laughter may be the best medicine, not knowing when to take things seriously can be hazardous to your health. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned. It's time for a special thank you for our Wendigo Getter patrons. Yeah. yeah. It's a party. Ooh. Happy spookies. Happy yeah. spookies. Caroline. Yeah. Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> That's the music playing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's in the background of the party. (laughs) It's been in my head since I introduced Caroline. I get it. I get it. Anyway, a very special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Guy54, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Jennifer Perez, Pierre Lombard, Allison O'Neill, Carissa, TJ and Angie Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin Ontiveros, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Sydney Smith, Osvaldo Soto, Jonathan Booth, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, J.D. Rizak, Molly Gerhardt, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggie, William Berry, Brittany Ramatar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Eden, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Jordan Blevins, Michelle Moore, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexis Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itzy M, Gary Horton, Amanda Aliff, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos and Sydney, Jessica Hunter, Helena Rudder, Alan Johnston, Mariah, Livy Fun, Mandy M, Scott Troutman, Towton Watson, Mozzie Bear, Brittany G, Dave Burke, Adrian Stakes, Craig Kowalski, Daniel McGinnis, Nick Spill, Emma Hagel Kissinger, Ashley Weidman, Angelica Cornelius Witt, Valerie G, JSL, Emiliana, Brian Glass, CB, and Maya Noches. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much. Yes, Yes, thank thank you. And I have to say, we are all truly honored to, to be your hosts. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what else could you say? <laughs> That's all I got. Until next time.